You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight's love nugget, guys, centers around effective communication, right? So when we talk about communication, I've I've gotten in the past people saying, oh, well, I talked to my partner, so that's communicating, or I told them what I wanted, so that's communicating. And I've said this on a podcast in the past, but let's shift the idea of communicating from talking at people to having a conversation in which we're talking at a person, and then we're receiving what they're saying as well. So that way... Like I stated before, we're going back and forth kind of in a ping pong style and we're not uh, we're not just trying to get our point across or coming across in a manner in which we don't allow our partner to have their feelings felt and their needs expressed as well. Right. So really quickly, I have a short list of questions that you can ask yourself just to assess the effectiveness and the willingness to have effective communication within your relationship. Uh, Like I said in the last podcast, communication is absolutely one of the number one blind spots or I should say one of the top blind spots to derailing any relationship, especially after you've you've had that three months to six years of endorphin release where you just loved your partner so much up until that point in time, right? So it's very, very important that you learn how to effectively communicate and you learn how to effectively express that your needs need to be met. The first question that I invite you to ask yourself is, do you struggle with expressing how you feel, right? So a lot of times we're, we're like, oh, my partner doesn't get it or my partner doesn't understand how I feel no matter how many times I tell them. But are you effectively expressing how you feel, right? Are you communicating to them in their language, in their love language, in their apology language, and helping them understand and making it easy for them to understand how you feel? And once again, do you personally struggle with expressing yourself? Are you one of those people that shut down? Because if you are, then there's a pretty good chance that you're hindering the longevity of that relationship. The second question that I invite you guys to ask yourself is, does being vulnerable with your partner have a positive effect on your relationship, right? Do you feel like, yeah, I can actually be vulnerable with this person and not have to fear them judging me, criticizing me, or putting me down? If you are with somebody who does any of those things, then they're hindering you from being your authentic self. And that's not a relationship that's going to last unless you become codependent and submissive. Question number three speaks to that as well. Are you afraid to express your feelings because your partner is critical and tells you you are wrong? Going back to what I just said, being your authentic self in a relationship is very, very difficult. If your opinion is not valued and you're always told that whatever you think or whatever you feel is wrong. Question number four. Are you optimistic when you plan to talk about your needs with your partner, right? So when you identify a need that you need your partner to fulfill 
or help you fulfill? Are you optimistic saying, yes, I'm very, very happy I got specific about my needs and now I'm able to effectively communicate with my partner? Or are you someone that's like, oh, man, I, I've identified my needs, but I'm not sure what to do with them because I don't want my partner to get mad or I don't want my partner to be upset with me for learning and identifying my own needs. Question number five is a big one because I've seen it a lot and I've seen it go on for so long that it becomes a part of our subconscious thought process. But Question number five is, do you criticize your partner for their past mistakes? This comes up quite often in relationships in which infidelity has occurred, right? So you say, okay, I'm over it. I'm past it. I'm willing to get back with my partner or be back with my partner. But then you bring up a mistake when you get upset with them. Like, well, you stepped out and you cheated or you stepped out and you did that. If you are someone who's constantly bringing up your pastor, your partner's past mistakes, then you're hindering that relationship from growing one the second thing you're doing is you're not being truthful and, and honest with yourself and that you said that you've forgiven your partner and that you're willing to move on with the relationship, yet you're still holding that past over their head, right? It's it's two, two conflicting things going on at once, and it, again, hinders the longevity of the relationship, and it puts your partner in an awkward spot too, frankly, right? They, they committed the infidelity or they did whatever they did in the past that was a mistake, and and now you're you're not letting them let that go or release that portion of what they did. Question number six to ask yourself when your conversations get heated. So when you and your partner are arguing and you're going back and forth, are you matching fire with fire or are you cooling off? Right. So as they throw insults, as they throw negative words at you, are you firing them right back at your partner or are you the type of person that's like, hey, listen, let's take a time out or let's take a little break and revisit this conversation later and allow cooler heads to prevail? It's very, very easy to get sucked into a heated argument and a heated discussion because it gets our adrenaline flowing and it gets us um, excited to some extent. It gets our heart blood, our heart flowing and our blood pressure up and that can feel exciting if you're used to drama within a relationship. But any drama filled relationship has a very, very um, slim chance of having a long term lasting impact because eventually people get tired of drama, right? We get older. We don't want to deal with drama. And if you're constantly someone who's bringing drama to the table or even willing to match drama with drama, then there's a pretty good chance that you're lowering your vibration to someone else's level and that relationship isn't going to last for a long time. Question number seven. Are you always are you using always or never? I should say now you guys know how I feel about always or never always or never. I say it all the time. If you're the type of person that's telling your partner, oh, you always do this or you never tell me I love you or you always uh, take somebody else's side. You got to be careful with that, because when we say that to our partner and we say that to people in general, automatically they can think of a time in their mind in which they didn't do it um, or they did say I love you or they did take your side and it makes it much much more difficult to be willing to do that in the future because you're already saying we don't do it or they don't do it so it's like okay you're saying I don't do it or I never do it so I'll stop doing it right so I can really live up to that expectation 
And the last question that I invite you guys to look into is, do you expect your partner to be a mind reader? Yes, yes, yes. Right now, this is still one of my biggest pet peeve when it comes to relationship. It'll probably be a pet peeve for me for a very long time. Um, But when you expect your partner to be able to read your mind or to be able to know what you're thinking, that's a very, very difficult task task to ask of someone because you're you and your partner is your partner. So to expect them to be able to read your mind or think like you, um, it's, it's, it's bad. Number one. The second thing is that it, it makes you or, or it allows you to be lazy, right? In a relationship where both, both partners are supposed to be able to express what their needs are and how their needs can be met by the opposite partner. If you're not expressing your needs and you're expecting your partner to be able to read your mind, you're just adding additional pressure to their plate. Right. So that's all I have for you guys tonight. Some introspective looks, excuse me, into effective communication. Ask yourself these questions. Have your partner ask themselves these questions and try to make sure you guys are looking for win win opportunities in your relationship and opportunities to compromise. Remember, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP. 2-0 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our big Wednesday episode. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. And remember, guys, as always, the quality of love or relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.